section sixty nine of irish fairy tales by james stevens bakuma of the white skin chapter nine this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org irish fairy tales by james stevens art as his father had done before him set out for the many-coloured land but it was from inverculpa he embarked and not from ben adair at a certain time he passed from the rough green ridges of the sea to enchanted waters and he roamed from island to island asking all people how he might come to delvkem the daughter of morgan but he got no news from any one until he reached an island that was fragrant with wild apples gay with flowers and joyous with the song of birds and the deep mellow drumming of the bees in this island he was met by a lady creda the truly beautiful and when they had exchanged kisses he told her who he was and on what errand he was bent we have been expecting you said creda but alas poor soul it is a hard and a long bad way that you must go for there is sea and land danger and difficulty between you and the daughter of morgan yet i must go there he answered there is a wild dark ocean to be crossed there is a dense wood where every thorn on every tree is sharp as a spear-point and is curved and clutching there is a deep gulf to be gone through she said a place of silence and terror full of dumb venomous monsters there is an immense oak forest dark dense thorny a place to be strayed in a place to be utterly bewildered and lost in there is a vast dark wilderness and therein is a dark house lonely and full of echoes and in it there are seven gloomy hags who are warned already of your coming and are waiting to plunge you in a bath of molten lead it is not a choice journey said art but i have no choice and must go should you pass those hags she continued and no one has yet passed them you must meet iolil of the black teeth the son of mongan tender blossom and who could pass that gigantic and terrible fighter it is not easy to find the daughter of morgan said art in a melancholy voice it is not easy creda replied eagerly and if you will take my advice advise me he broke in for in truth there is no man standing in such need of counsel as i do i would advise you said creda in a low voice to seek no more for the sweet daughter of morgan but to stay in this place where all that is lovely is at your service but but 
cried art in astonishment am i not as sweet as the daughter of morgan she demanded and she stood before him queenly and pleadingly and her eyes took his with imperious tenderness by my hand he answered you are sweeter and lovelier than any being under the sun but and with me she said you will forget ireland i am under bonds cried art i have passed my word and i would not forget ireland or cut myself from it for all the kingdoms of the many-coloured land creda urged no more at that time but as they were parting she whispered there are two girls sisters of my own in morgan's palace they will come to you with a cup in either hand one cup will be filled with wine and one with poison drink from the right-hand cup oh my dear art stepped into his coracle and then wringing her hands she made yet an attempt to dissuade him from that drear journey do not leave me she urged do not affront these dangers around the palace of morgan there is a palisade of copper spikes and on the top of each spike the head of a man grins and shrivels there is one spike only which bears no head and it is for your head that spike is waiting do not go there my love i must go indeed said art earnestly there is yet a danger she called beware of delvecam's mother doghead daughter of the king of the dogheads beware of her indeed said art to himself there is so much to beware of that i will beware of nothing i will go about my business he said to the waves and i will let those beings and monsters and the people of the dogheads go about their business End of chapter 9